0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Wild Thoughts Pod. I'm your co-host, Afi. And I'm your co-host, Kat. And we're back with the third episode of October already. Yes, Spooktober number three. Oh my god, I'm so excited. And today's topic is true crime. Yes. We are going to deliver today with the true crime stories. Yes. But of course, before we get into all that good stuff, we gotta give you guys the question of the week and see what people answered us. Okay. Well, what's our question again? Oh, if people I asked, watch yeah, true I didn't crime, I know people. But that was good, yeah. Okay, so the first
1: question was, do you watch true crime documentaries? Mm-hmm. So 58% of people said yes. Yes. So just a little over the average. That's good. And then do you listen to true crime podcasts? 55% of people said not my thing. So a lot mm. of people like watching it watching rather it. than hearing it. Yeah. I like doing both. I listen to, I was telling Afi, I listen to two kind of true crime podcast one of them is crime junkie which like delivers facts like just straight facts and then the other one is and that's why we drink which I think I've mentioned on this podcast before but basically it's like two girls who one of them talks about true crime stories and the other talks about haunted stories and they just deliver it very lightly so you can digest
0: it yeah yeah I love watching I think Mm -hmm. I think like I only later realized that like there was uh true crime genre as pod in podcasts. Yeah. i didn't i like, think think that was a thing
1: i think it's easier for people to digest because if you're not if you can't visually see mm-hmm. the things yeah if exactly if you're uncomfortable with that yeah. i think it's easier to listen yeah. to it but i also like watching true crime documentaries yeah like, exactly. i don't know why wow, people have such maybe. a
0: fascination with it though it's, it's so gross ju- yeah but it's just the way that it's done is done especially on netflix like they do it very well yeah the
1: docu series yeah i really love it yeah 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 Oh my gosh. Okay, okay, we're gonna get into it. Uh, just before we get into it, these are real deaths that are happening. Yes. So we're gonna try to deliver it very uh, respectfully mm-hmm. and also if you don't like true crime, um, you don't need to listen to this episode. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um because of my gross you outs. Yes. Um yeah, so um I'm gonna get started. Is
0: yes, that what we've said. Yes. Okay. Let's start so, with yours.
1: The story that I have is actually, um, something that I listened to two years ago on Crime Junkie and it's the mysterious death of Kendrick Johnson. So we have our notes here. So yes. if I'm looking down, um, please bear with me. So basically, um, the case is about a 17 year old boy who was found rolled up in a mattress dead in 2013. Um, not a mattress. It's like a gym mat Gym at mat. school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, he was found by other students who climbed up on the mats and saw his body. And that's how they found him, which is kind of like really sad for the students. But basically, the whole thing as to why they were looking there, the students was because people used to hide their gym shoes there. So basically, the other students, um, actually, a lot of students at the school used to hide their gym shoes Mm -hmm. either behind the mats or inside or under the mats. Because they don't want to pay for lockers, and this was like in the gym area, basically. Exactly, it's like a separate little. I don't know if it was a separate room or just like a section of the gym that yeah. had the rolled up gym mats. And these mats were like six feet tall oh, shit. and three feet wide. Um. So yeah, students used to place their gym shoes there if they couldn't afford to buy a locker. Yeah. Just so like okay, they had so somewhere to yeah, put them.
0: Makes sense.
1: So basically, um, when the body was found, he was found head first in the rolled gym mat. And he wasn't wearing shoes, which people found pretty odd. But his shoes were placed, his shoes that he wore that day, not his gym shoes, were placed on top of him, right next to his feet. Did you get that visual? Yeah. So, so he's head first. It's
0: like this, not on, it wouldn't
1: exactly. be like on it's the horizontally. floor. Horizontally, the oh mats are standing up. He was head first, looking down, basically. Yeah. So like, His feet were on top. And, the and shoes his were placed. everyday shoes were placed next to him oh next to him next to him inside the mat oh so people found that really odd they're like why Why did you put the shoes oh but they were also like how did he put his own shoes there if he was trying to reach for his gym shoes under the mat so that's what people thought okay so the police when they came to investigate they were like okay here's what happened he was just trying to reach for his gym shoes that were underneath the mat he got stuck he couldn't get out the first autopsy said that he died of positional asphyxia which means you're stuck in a position at so much that you can't breathe and that's how you die so the police just ruled it as an accident and said like basically he was just he was reaching for his gym shoes and yeah. he got stuck and he died because he couldn't breathe oh my god but how did he roll himself up so the parents weren't convinced that it was an accident yeah so the first thing that was weird, like I said, were that his everyday sneakers were placed right beside his feet. So if he was reaching for his gym shoes that were at the bottom of the mat, first yeah. of all, why would he take off his shoes? His shoes yeah. So people thought maybe he took off his shoes just so he can fit inside, inside and he wouldn't have anything bulky on him, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But they were like, but how would he have placed his everyday shoes right next to his feet while he was reaching Going, into like a how tight come, mat? Like, take Yeah. So it didn't make sense. And he
0: wouldn't take it with him because the point was to leave his shoes out. So it wouldn't be so... Like, how did it get there? Exactly. It doesn't make sense.
1: Then they saw the gym shoe when it was found underneath the mattress. You have to think, like, him being headfirst down in the mat, the blood would be rushing to his head. Yeah. And if he was there for a long period of time, the blood would start, like, gushing out of his orifices. That's what, like, I heard in the podcast. (sighs) So... Obviously, they would find blood near the gym shoes, but one thing that was weird, there was no blood on the gym shoe. It was only under the shoe. Under the shoe. So, if stuff was spilling out from his face and he was on top Top, of the shoe, there would be blood all over the shoe. Yeah, so was it like placed after? So that's what people think. Because they're like, it doesn't make sense that there's only a pool of blood under the The shoe shoe. and the actual shoe has nothing on it. That's so creepy. Yeah. It's like, it's really weird. Okay. Um, so the second thing that the parents did, actually, the father went to take one of the mats, put it like horizontal on the floor and tried to fit his body in it. Yeah. And he's like, there's no way that my son could have went in to reach for his shoe. He yeah. wouldn't have fit. He's Fid. too wide. wide. His build is too wide. Yeah. So he physically went to prove that. He's like, this makes no sense that he was trying to reach for his shoe. shoe, And got in completely like that. And got stuck. Like he wouldn't have fit himself. Then when a third thing that was weird, when they pulled Kendrick out of the mat, his face was like smashed, beat up. And they were like, if he was just got stuck and he couldn't breathe, this would not have happened to his face. So the parents were unsatisfied with the initial autopsy, so yeah. they decided to get a private autopsy without telling the police. Yeah, and that autopsy revealed that he had he had blunt force trauma to the right neck and soft tissues, and it suggested that his death was not an accident, like someone like beat hit him. him. Yeah, you know. Oh my god. So, lastly. Also, I'm not going into, like, extreme amount yeah. of detail because, like, I don't want this podcast to be to super, be, super like, long. Yeah. I highly recommend the Crime Junkie episode if you want. You can just search Crime Junkie Kendrick Johnson if yeah. you guys want, like, all the information.
0: And there's articles, I think, about it. Yeah, there's a bunch of articles. Exactly. Um, I actually saw a picture of him, I think, on one of the websites. And he was made, like, he wasn't like a scrawny little... He's he's a a 17-year-old. Yeah, he's
1: a 17-year-old guy. So, like, he he wouldn't have fit into a mat, a rolled-up gym mat, you know? So the last thing that was kind of weird is when the funeral home received his body, usually like the, the organs and stuff are still in mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. and the funeral home has to take them out and like do their procedure. Okay. So when they were going to take out the organs and follow the protocol, they only found newspapers stuffed in him. What? So apparently the investigative bureau that did the first autopsy said that the organs were said to have been destroyed through natural process and discarded by by um, the prosecutor before the body was sent back to um, the city, I guess, where they were doing the funeral. So they were like...
0: Why did they do that? Yeah, it
1: was just like a weird thing. I'm not really sure the importance of it, but yeah. they were just like... Stuff with newspaper. Like, I guess like they yeah. can't fully examine the body because all the organs are not there yeah. anymore. Like, I think that
0: was the main detail. So, wait, when um you bring a, a body to a funeral home, do they always take out the organs? They put, the organs are in a bag oh. in, in the human. Is it because of organ donation? Or? I guess. Okay. It
1: could be. And also, like, I think to keep the body full until, okay. like, the funeral home preps them. Okay. Maybe. Okay, I'm not sure. I'm
0: not sure about that. So, they don't always take out the organs uh, unless they're, like, donors, No. The, well, they have to wrap
1: up the organs because then they're gonna start like I guess oh, decomposing. decomposing. Oh. So they wrap it up yeah. and put it in okay. a plastic bag oh. in the body.
0: Oh, inside of the body. I
1: think this is all like okay. Okay. From okay, what no, I will check remember. After, Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so that's like a bunch of stuff. Why the parents were like, "This is this, this does is not sus. seem like an yeah. accident." Yeah. Yeah so then when the police wanted to look at the tapes it said a forensic analyst enlisted by cnn found that the tapes from two cameras were missing an hour and five minutes of footage yeah so that was sus (laughs) and another set of cameras was missing two hours and 10 minutes of footage and it was said that apparently the cameras in the school weren't synced properly so like nothing really followed each other yeah, it was a bit weird. It's the point of the cameras, then. Yeah. Like, Another thing that uh, was said was that the police waited for the school's IT to give them the tapes instead of sending one of their officers to go investigate at the school. Yeah. They waited for IT to give them the tapes. So a lot of people were like, "Well, anyone could have." That gives people time to like tamper with the evidence, yeah. or even like if the school didn't want to have an even worse reputation, they could have like cut stuff out oh, just to- oh. and then give it to the police. That's so there's a lot of pieces that were missing and like that could have been that could have been so really helpful up. to the case. Exactly.
0: How do these little things just get through? It's so scary. Yeah.
1: So then as they were investigating, there was a hoodie and a pair of orange and black gym shoes were found near where like everything was found. Yeah. And there was traces of blood on the wall nearby. The so, wall. yeah, like near where the hoodie and yeah, gym yeah, shoes yeah. were. Oh. So when they tested the blood, it revealed that it wasn't Kendrick's blood. Um, so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they also reported that the blood seemed like it had been there for a while, but investigators didn't take the hoodie or the gym shoes into custody. They just were like, oh, it was maybe they didn't want to like test the freaking blood yeah. on
0: the wall. Bro. They didn't.
1: Okay. So the whole thing was getting, angry. I think it said that people that the, that the police didn't take it as seriously because it was a black student. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the white community was like, it's an accident. They yeah. ruled it themselves. They're like, no, it's an accident, yeah. whatever. The black community was right. like, it's so obviously, obviously it's not, not an, an accident. accident. It was yeah. murder. Like something yeah. happened here. So John, the Johnson family filed a $100 million lawsuit against 38 individuals. So I'm assuming the police. Yeah. And they allege that his death was a murder and that the respondents um, were participants in a conspiracy to cover up the murder and the homicide, which they claimed involved two sons of FBI agents. Oh, I was not (laughs) expecting that.
0: Wait, what? You think the blood of the guy on the wall is one of the sons?
1: Cause they found gym shoes and a hoodie, so like, that's oh, so, the, obviously another, it's so obviously yeah. another, so obviously another student. Yeah, like, they found for gym sure, shoes. Yeah. Well, obviously, I don't know. Yeah, that's what From I was what thinking. I think,
0: yeah, I was thinking like, like probably a student that goes to that school. Either they got into some type of fight, or like yeah. jealousy, or something, or exactly. like a ra- something, something happened. There. Yeah, racially motivated. Like I'm not sure, but yeah. Oh my god! Exactly. But <gasps> well, then, how did the FBI like? How did that come about? Where they like? Do they know if they were classmates?
1: So I didn't. I didn't read too much into yeah. this because I was more focused on like the actual, the actual crime. I, yeah. I didn't really search too much about the lawsuits. So yeah. if you if you want to know more, obviously like there's tons of information yeah. online about it, so you can go look at it. But basically. Um, the judge... This happened in Georgia, by the way. Okay. So, Georgia, there's a lot of yes, race. Yeah, because, like, like, in the South... Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's still very, pretty racist there, yeah. like, especially in 2013. So, yeah. like... Well, basically, the judge decided that, like, the parents were wrong. Were wrong. Okay, yeah. They ruled like, against them. Against them, exactly. yeah. That's what I want to say. They ruled against them, and they ordered uh, the Johnsons and the attorney to pay more than $292,000 in legal fees mm. to the defendants... So, like, the police. And the yeah, FBI, hey, yes, to the p- And accused them of fabricating evidence in order to support their own claims that it was a homicide. Bro. No. Someone killed this boy. Like. I'm so sorry, but. No. So, yeah. Like I said, the police said it was a murder. Uh, I mean, not the police. The black community yeah. said it was murder. White community says it was an accident. And the police didn't take the case seriously because yeah. it was a black boy. Boy, yeah. And Georgia. When you said Georgia, I was like, oh, Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. So... In June 2016, so this was three years later, the parents were still fighting for someone to take this seriously, someone to investigate it as a murder. June 2016, the Department of Justice announced no charges would be filed against anyone in relation to the Kendrick Johnson's death, considering there was insufficient evidence to support federal criminal charges. So there was... There was missing, like, tapes, missing evidence there. Th- there was they blood on the wall. They didn't take the hoodie or the sneakers that was next to someone else's blood yeah. into custody. They just disregarded everything that was being pointed towards something could have happened here. And they just ruled it as an accident. They could,
0: they, did they even question, like, classmates or anything? Like, what?
1: They really were not taking mm, this seriously. No, this was a murder. Yeah. Like, someone... Mm-mm. So, two years later, in 2018, the family decided to have a third autopsy just to like really yeah because they didn't get closure the third autopsy showed that it was blunt force trauma so that was confirmed likely due to being struck in the neck with a 45 pound dumbbell and made sense that they were in the gym area like exactly A dumbbell. Like, that's and, like, specific. In, in American schools, I'm pretty sure, like, most of the time they have, like, weights and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, Probably. like, in high school, yeah, too. Because exactly. they're people big people. on sports, yeah. right? So, like, <gasps> it could have easily been anyone in the school.
0: And it just... Yeah, and it just doesn't make sense. Like, how would you get stuck? Like, how would you even go through a six... A six foot... Uh, six six feet? foot, three feet wide. Wide? That's... But really rolled up. up. And, like, get stuck at the bottom with your head. Like, you wouldn't even think... If you want to get your shoes, you would probably lift the exactly. mat. Exactly. You wouldn't fucking go head for it. like that doesn't exactly. make any sense. Like, exactly. You would you wouldn't even get to the bottom of it. Like nothing. It just make nothing sense. made sense to rule it an accident. It just sounds like someone's hiding a body and rolled it up in a mat. Exactly. Like that's what it sounds like. Yeah. After they like beat someone up and were scared. Exactly. Ew. I'm so sorry that's for the family
1: yeah but even though in 2016 they ruled it like they weren't gonna investigate any further March 2021 so this year they decided to reopen the case that's crazy so we're hoping that the Johnson family is gonna get justice because this was not an accident yeah
0: and that always happens like they do things wrong and then like 10 years later they're like oh let's maybe let's let's maybe look at something wrong they're like that's crazy maybe something did happen here and it did so
1: I need to look into the story more now honestly i would highly recommend like i said the crime crime junkie episode because like they really said the facts very well they really laid out the stories so you can follow it so highly recommend when i was listening to that a couple of years ago i was like in disbelief the entire time and the story mm-hmm. stuck with and he's me
0: 17 he was 17 17 it was really sad he must have been so scared too yeah whoa that was a lot uh, yeah i need to like okay we can take a little break <sighs> It's a lot when you're reading this and like talking about it, learning about it. Then you have to re-explain it to me or like Uh, the audience. like. And especially
1: like looking this up, if you guys are like squeamish or like you can't see stuff. Because when I looked it up, especially if you look it up, the Crime Junkie episode pops up. And on their website, they do show like pictures pictures of like the evidence and stuff Ah, and like pictures of him after they pulled him out. And it's like, it's very sad. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, Yeah,
0: it's really sad. I've got another story that's also pretty traumatizing. It's different, but it's traumatizing. Okay. I'm like not excited about this one because it's obviously sad, but it's really interesting. Like there's a lot of info and basically a lot of, well, pretty much all the info that I got is from a Netflix series that just came out literally like two days ago. It's called The House of Secrets Burari Deaths. This was really interesting because like this is going to be fresh for everyone. Yes, so, like, exa- that's why it's I thought bro, really it's good. perfect because it, ha- it it's not like a, like I know Netflix series are really popular so I didn't want to do something that was too popular cuz yeah. everyone would know about it, but because it just came out um, I thought, and it's also, it happened in India, so not that they're less popular, but I feel like people watch more like the American or like the Western docu-series, yeah. so I mm-hmm. thought this was really good, and it's three episodes, so it's not that long, it's like 45 minutes each, but yeah, okay, so I'm gonna start. So basically, okay. the so what the crime scene looked like, they had discovered 11 bodies mm-hmm. hung from basically... Like it was like a ceiling, but it was yeah. there was like um, it was like a ceiling covered in like I don't know how to explain, like metal, um, rotting kind of, and they were hanging from that, okay. but so I, it was I, like industrial ceiling, uh, like it was I don't know how to explain it, but no, it was like a regular ceiling, but there was like a window, mm-hmm. and then covering like below the window was just like. These like metal, okay. Like I don't know, like, like bars. if you bars kind yeah. of exactly, but it wasn't like from the ceiling. Ceiling, but you'll see. Okay. Anyway, so they were found. Eleven bodies were found hanging from the same family. Oh. My so god. all these eleven bodies all came from the same family. Holy shit. Yeah, and it happened in Delhi, India, in 2018. So not that long ago. Oh my god! So that's recent. Recent, and it was like a really big case. Like, is it... sorry to cut you off, no, but no, isn't okay. it so sad
1: that like like. This happened so recently and I've never heard of it just because it's in a different Me country. Either. I
0: never heard of... Like, a lot That's of people really were saying sad. to... Like, I read an article about someone that was... Um, basically like reviewing the netflix documentary and he was like oh like i feel i have never heard about this mm-hmm. so i think it's like in india i was like huge but i've never heard about this either yeah, so that's why we, like,
1: we tend to not look into international news a like lot, exactly. unless it's something good
0: yeah got, and maybe sometimes it just doesn't cross over to here yeah. even though it's big but like i've never heard about it like you don't see that you're not gonna see like in A murder in India really Mm -hmm. being on like Canadian television or American television. Yeah, exactly. But it was, yeah, so 11 deaths, and they were hung up with like these colorful scarves, like material, like Mm -hmm. clothing material type, okay? okay? And their um, hands were tied by like telephone strings. Mm -hmm. Some of them were telephone strings, I think, and some of them were just like wires. Their feet were tied, and they had, um, like uh, ear uh, not earbuds earplugs ear, ear plugs, like cotton earplugs or something and there was like tape uh, they were blindfolded yeah. and some of them had like tape on their mouths okay yeah, so they wouldn't scream yeah i guess exactly so i was so at first you're really confused you're like what the heck yeah. is happening because um is that how it opens the show the, so basically how it how it starts is that um by interviewing one of the neighbors Beca- mm. who had discovered them because oh God, what happened was that yeah this family had a shop they had like a grocery a little grocery shop and a lot of customers came the local customers came there to get milk and that morning one of their neighbors uh had realized customers standing there when the shop should have been open mm-hmm. so they were like wait what the heck so the neighbor calls them they don't answer so he thought that was so strange cuz usually they're there every morning it's, yeah. the shop's always open so then he tries to go check in their house and he sees the doors open. So he's like, that's uh, strange. Like, why yeah. is the door open? So he goes upstairs and he finds them hanging my god like so must trauma- have been scarred. so traumatizing yeah. right and then obviously all the locals there like like some local filmed the mm-hmm. bodies like and in the netflix series they show the bodies <gasps> hanging oh. but not the full body yeah. you see just the legs but that was graphic like you see live footage of it basically and it was really creepy mm-hmm. And then after, so the police comes in, and uh, one of the investigators that came in used to be their neighbors, the the family that died. He used to, he knew them very well, so he was called, and he was like, "Whoa, what the heck?" And first instinct, a lot of people thought that it maybe was a mass suicide, because okay. because it it would take it would take too many people for it to be, like, a murder. But why would their hands and feet be tied? Yeah, that's why one of... That's one reason why people are like, no, like, a lot of outsiders or family members, they had, like, distant family, or there were some sisters and brothers that lived in other cities that survived. Like, they weren't in that household. That's so sad. Yeah, and they were like, no, no, no. Like, it's uh, a murder, Mm -hmm. right? And then the police is saying it's a suicide. But the reason why they said... It couldn't, like maybe what people thought it was a burglary, bur, burglary, burglary. Yeah, burglary. <laughs> burglary. Yeah, but they robbery. were like, a robbery. Yeah, but they're like, it wouldn't make sense because nothing was taken. They had all their jewelry mm. on them, gold on them. There was no like forced entry to the house. Like they didn't break doors or anything. That's there so was, weird. everything was. See, my first thought is like,
1: is, was it another family
0: member that did it? That
1: murdered them? Wait, is this like a salt case?
0: Kind of ish. Yeah. Okay. Kind of ish. Okay. Like, let's just say that. Like there's an answer. I'm not going to spoil it. (laughs) There's answer, but they're not answer. Really Mm. recommend the documentary. But first listen to the podcast and then go watch (laughs) the documentary. But oh my God, I'm getting chills because I just watched it. So it's like fresh in my Mm. head. But um, yeah, so they're like, the police is like, it's probably a suicide because there was no force, nothing like it wouldn't make sense for it to be a robbery but then everyone else was saying no it has to be a murder like they're tied why would they like why would 11 family members just all together kill themselves like suicide that doesn't doesn't make make sense sense. and like through the netflix years you kind of they really go deep into the character like the the family members like like what would lead to this you know Mm because they were saying how they were all like really a happy family like nobody was strict they were they were religious though like Mm -hmm. they were a, a religious family but like other than that they were always like they had a lot of friends they were always happy um like super generous and like like everyone knew them as like the friendly like you know and they had a lot of like friends that were close to them and had good things to say about them so Mm -hmm. it was like it didn't make sense so everyone was like no it has to be like a murder like why would this family that's so like peaceful kill themselves like nothing wrong that anyone knew about was going on in their lives you know it's like that exactly yeah (laughs) So then, because everyone was demanding, like, the police to, like, really... Obviously, they had to look into it because it was, like, one of the biggest, like, cases. Um, And it was, like, not a typical case, Mm -hmm. right? So, basically, um, they started to rule out the outsider. They started looking at the cameras in the area. Mm -hmm. And they confirmed that there were no outside member, no outside people or any outsider that came into the house yeah. the night before, the morning, so that week. It had to be someone in the house. Because basically, this is the family member. So it was like three generations living under the roof. So there yeah. were grandparents, uh, but the grandfather had passed away. So it was just the grandmother. And then she had three sons, I believe. Okay. And then they had... And they're all living together? Yes. Okay. She had three sons, the wa- two or three actually, it was a little bit, anyway, so sorry guys, I'm getting it mixed up, but, and then they had wives that had married into the family and then those couples, I believe had like two kids each. Okay. Uh, One like older daughter and one like younger son and then another older daughter and a younger son. Mm-hmm. So it was like th- uh, 12, 13 year olds to like 80 year old in that okay. family because the grandma was like eight. Anyway, so. Basically, one of the, um, the wife in law, so the son's wife and uh, her son were seen at night bringing home uh, stools. Stools. Oh,
1: uh, I got chills. I don't like it. Yeah. Oh my and, god. I'm getting teary eyed. you see me? <laughs> yeah, it's really
0: scary.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh. oh no.
0: Okay. 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 We're, they were, good, we're bringing. Good two stools each so like four stools and then later you see them buying more stools and then you That's see suspicious. yeah and then you see the little boy going in they had a plywood shop so like okay. i guess like a wood shop mm-hmm. and um it was right next like to the a house. hardware store yeah kind of exactly and you would see you saw the little boy opening the door of the wood shop and getting wires <sighs> and going back oh into the God. house this was like the night or the week of so like and um, they confirmed that they had bought a bunch of scarves from the market. What the heck?
1: Yeah. Okay, so it's the wife
0: of one of the yeah uh, ex- Exactly. Exactly. And so, their like, son. yeah, exactly. And um, you know, throughout the week, there were other members that had gone to the shop. Mm-hmm. I think uh, one of the daughters went to the shop also. Like, it was different heck? family members that had like contributed to buying little things that were in That's the crime scene. So
1: See, like, that kind of seems like it could be a collective suicide. Yeah. Because you're like, if they're creepy. all going
0: to get stuff. Get stuff. Yeah, exactly. When they had found the bodies, they had, this is not that important, but the dog was still on the roof. They had tied the dog, but like, like they alive? weren't. Yeah, yeah, alive. He was alive. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, God. dogs No, are, dogs Yeah, yeah, cry. yeah. No, I know. No, he was alive and he was tied on the roof like outside w- outside so the sun was like beaming on oh my him God, that yeah poor dog. exactly so one of the rescuers were like nobody's paying attention to, like in the series, you see no one's paying he's like no one's paying attention to the dog like he's traumatized too and like he's voiceless but he could still give us signs in a way but he was a dog rescuer so he mm-hmm. wanted like to keep yeah. the dog just like safe so he like picked up the dog and because it was like neglected and it was obviously traumatized mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, they brought in, like, a special investigator who deals with, like, multiple murders, those, like, atypical okay. cases. Um, okay, and, like, anyway, so they they kind of were getting little hints to, like, okay, this wasn't a murder. This seems more like a suicide. Mm-hmm. And, but they had found that one of the men that were hanging you could see there was sign of struggle because one of his arms were out of like the string so it it was like they were trying to to get obviously if you're hanging you're like trying to get out it was odd because like there was footage of them 10 days before uh, dancing because it was one of the daughter's uh, engagement she was getting married in like two weeks oh my god so she died before she got married oh my god that's so sad yeah like so there was an engagement and so it was odd to them because they had spent like four thousand lakhs that's rupees is like their their Mm -hmm. money there but like a lot of money okay on an engagement and like this whole party but it would like if she knew that she wasn't gonna be alive like why would they have spent so much Mm -hmm. money so it was like that question was still there but then they had found like while they were investigating in a room i don't know if it, it wasn't like it was like burnt up i don't know what it was like concrete or like ash okay. type stuff yeah. that indicated that they had performed some type of ritual, ritual. the night before mm. so so it was like just by that they knew like okay, there was like some type of ritual prayer performed and then that oh was a sacrifice yeah oh my God, i don't know bro okay. well i know but like, <laughs> so they they really brought the investigators in and started looking deep into every room like the specialist investigator that was called in they started looking every room like go over the room as many times as you can and they started recording everything every Mm -hmm. inch of the room and trying to find any like indication of anything abnormal and they found a diary oh so there was one diary that was found and then the investigators like go look to see if there's any more and in total they found 11 diaries and there were 11 each person kind of yeah exactly because some of them were general diaries and some was for like uh i guess like personal family Mm -hmm. member diaries but they found 11 exactly 11 of them the number 11 seems to somehow be like important Mm -hmm. but we don't really know if it's like a coincidence or if it's actually like a big deal symbolic. but exactly but basically even um so on their walls this is just like a a, a little fact but we don't really know if it's like 100 percent related yeah but on their walls there were pipes coming out from outside mm-hmm. and there were 11 pipes whoa and in the family members that died there were seven females and four males mm-hmm. and the pipes there were um four pipes that were curved downwards and heck? seven pipes that were curved uh, Um, sticking out out. so they were like do you think it was a way to let their spirits out type of like their Mm -hmm. souls out or like to cleanse them yeah but the guy who came to install them he was like no like it was just a coincidence that there was 11 and some of them were curved because some of the men didn't properly like they just put whatever there and it was just that like that's what he had said Mm -hmm. but they're just thinking like, oh, because they had said they needed those pipes for ventilation. But then the investigators were like, that doesn't make any sense. You can't vent, like how are you going to ventilate a place and the pipes are that? Down- like it just yeah. did- doesn't make sense. But anyways, that's just, I didn't understand like why they brought it up. I thought they would be more like depth into it, but it was just one of the facts because you never know for sure. Like it's mm-hmm. not really indicated anywhere. They started to read the diaries and the diaries are very important because basically the ritual that they had performed that night which was a ritual was in the diaries so everything that happened was written it was documented it was documented it was written in the diaries and what they had performed is the banyan tree ritual a banyan tree is like i don't know if you know it's basically has like long roots kind of like hair okay and so the ritual was for them to hang like the roots of banyan trees
1: wait i recognize this
0: you've heard of this I don't think I've, I've Oh heard maybe the another tree. the tree. Anyways, yeah. The ritual oh, okay. I don't think it's okay. a common thing because I looked it up if it was like a thing people do. Yeah. And all that came up was this case. Okay. So I think it was more like something they maybe came up with. But yeah, so it was uh, it kind of like almost resembled like witchcraft and like mm-hmm. like cults like practices a little yeah. bit. And it was as in the diaries, it's as if like a third force was giving them like directions, like someone else was telling okay. them to do these these things. So, oh, that's creepy. Yeah. So this is where an important family member comes in okay. is the grandfather who had passed away. Oh, because in the diaries, y'all, the who was speaking to him was his dead father. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: So, this is haunted. <laughs> kind and of. Crime. Yeah,
0: exactly. But then it gets even deeper. You're like, well, what the heck? So, these diaries did not start recently. They started 11 years from that death. Oh, shit. 2007. From and his death or like their from death? From their death, the okay. family's death. Because they died in 2018. Okay. And he started writing right after his father had passed away, okay. which was in tw- uh, 2007 and basically 11 years later 11 years, that's oh my why God. that's why number 11 is scary because we don't know for sure but it's all like 11 family members 11 years why are there 11 it types? to be symbolic. they had yeah like their fences had like 11 like I don't know if they were that super but it looks very like superstitious yeah. so that's what they like investigated be like to be like yeah exactly and basically um so the main character kind of the main person who kind of was the voice of the family was Lalit. His name is Lalit. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the sons, basically. that was, His father had passed away. Okay. So so there was his mom and yeah. his dad. His dad passed away. And then he had um, two brothers mm-hmm. and him. One or two brothers, I, yeah. I don't remember. But, a brother. Yeah, a brother. And he wasn't the eldest one, but he, he was more like... His other brother didn't really like care about things. He wasn't the type to like keep the family together. He just yeah. like was like, whatever. But he really like liked to keep everything organized. So, Lalit, he um, became like the, page, the patriarch in that, like the mm-hmm. patriarchy in the house. He was like the head of the house. Because his. they described that his father, the grandfather, was always the head of the house and okay. like everyone listened to him and he made the decision. Mm-hmm. So, Lalit t- took over that position. And in the diaries, basically, he confesses that his dead father would communicate with him in his dreams and come visit mm-hmm. him and talk to him and that I believe in that though y- yeah I like, kind of believe that Like y- yeah yes and no when I go into the story but like yeah. you'll see but he thought he was like oh his dead father was communicating to him and all the when he writes in the diary you can tell that it's not him writing. He's writing what his father... So it's like weird. his father yeah. possessed him, type. Yeah, And he's writing over. directions of what his father... Instructions from That's his so father. weird. Yeah. But a lot of the diaries, they realized were all related to Lalit. Like, it was all his... Uh, like, about him. It was like, mm. you have to obey what Lalit says. Mm. You have to do... Because he's what, the head of the Yeah, house. you have to do what's good for Lalit. Like, all of that. But then it was... It was... uh but it was also the grandfather, like it was the grandfather talking. But him, ta- it was like weird. And then the family started to notice too that he would take on his father's voice and mannerisms. That's so weird. Like he was possessed. Yeah. And then he obviously told his family about that his he would see his dead father. Mm-hmm. And he told them, he he probably emphasized to keep this within the family because nobody else knew about it. Like, none of the friends knew about it. Like, no outsider knew about it because I guess they would intrude if, Mm -hmm. you know, or they would, like, question it. Yeah. Um, Okay, wait. And then, yeah, like, one of the examples, like, you are making Lalit anxious. So it was all, like, surrounding him and his dead father. Yeah. And basically he became like a medium of his father. He behaved, spoke like him. And whatever he wrote in the diaries were his father's instructions. So he was mm-hmm. writing what his father was telling him basically. But then the question was like, why was no one in the family like telling him like, cause they were modern. Like the kids yeah. were 13, 14. They weren't like traditional. And one of the um, the daughters had a master's in sociology. Oh. So they were like, she was so people were smart they were modern why did nobody question it? had a master's in sociology Sociology. but yeah nobody like nudged him or was like can you stop or like nobody questioned it it was it was almost like he just i don't know he had like control over Mm -hmm. everyone and everyone just like obeyed him and i guess they just like believed him and oh later on what we find out is the reason why probably the family family members didn't start to question was because this family they weren't very wealthy like they lived on a farm and they moved to this city like in 1998 or something the the Delhi city in India and they were never well off financially but then after his father died and he started following his instructions things started to happen. His The daughter started to get a job. Um, oh. Financially, things were better. They mm. opened a couple more shops around the, the town. So it was like confirmation that like the, the rituals, the prayers... Because they would do like little rituals, yeah. prayers every day that the father instructed. And if they didn't, they would be like punished or something mm. like that. And so it was like giving them confirmation that these things were working, right? Yeah. So that's why they probably like no one ever um, like questioned it. But also... A lot of people, not blame the wife, but they're like, the wife knew probably about the death ritual too, but she, nobody else probably knew. Mm. She knew so they because they were like, they were like yeah, exactly. She knew because she was like super close to him and like that was his wife. Yeah, But apparently like the friends were saying how she probably like didn't say anything because she was gaining like, mm-hmm. by just obeying him. Yeah. Because, you know, she just was comfortable. And, like, yeah. if she, like, questioned him, maybe things would become weird and all that. But, yeah, she doesn't uh, want to risk it. Exactly. From, like, the tied hands and all that, they noticed that in the crime scene, Lalit and the wife were not... did not have their hands tied. So they... Theirs was a suicide. No, they were... So that like, what they're that... saying was basically... Sacrifice. They tied everyone else first. Yeah. And then they they couldn't tie themselves. So they were the last ones to, like, hang mm-hmm. themselves. So
1: that, that's what I'm saying. Like, they sacrificed themselves, but they, like, forced everyone out. Well, we don't yeah. know if they force them. Ex-
0: yeah, I guess. But here they're saying, like, that... Yes, they forced them, but they kind of knew what they were doing. So basically, okay, I'm going to go into it. But, like, why
1: would they, if they all collectively were like, yes, we're going to do this ritual, why did they tie their hands and feet if they knew they were going to, like, sacrifice themselves?
0: Because, okay, I'm going to get into (laughs) it. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Um. Because they weren't supposed to die. Oh, because the father, this was the father's instructions. Mm-hmm. He had told Lalit, the, the son, you have to perform this ritual for the betterment of the family. By doing this, you're going to get good thing. good things are going to come to you, right? Like, mm-hmm. the whole point of this was the father was looking over them, and, yeah. like, there was also some religious things, like God, like, never question God, things like that, mm-hmm. you know. God will keep you safe, all of that stuff. So the the the, the father apparently had told Lalit that, it's gonna be a five to fifteen-minute ritual, and okay. w- and he had told them, leave water near the door. When you see the water change color, you'll know that I'm here and I'm coming to save you guys. I just got chills. Ugh, I don't
1: like it. I don't like it. Oh <laughs> you my god, I study. am. I'm gonna watch it.
0: So he said that basically they weren't meant to die, and he had reassured them that the grandfather was going to untie them and save mm-hmm. everyone so it was basically an accidental death kind of yeah that's mm. what they're saying it, it wasn't a suicide necessarily mm-hmm. because they didn't initially think they were going to die and it wasn't a murder but in a way it could have been a murder cuz lalit was the one who like yeah convinced everyone to and do if this you, if
1: you don't believe in like very spiritual stuff you're going to yeah. say like oh he was crazy and that's why it happened yeah exactly
0: so yeah. then so so but they all thought like they were going to be saved and apparently there was gagging by one of the little boys who was 13 Mm. i think probably because probably like when he was choking and stuff um but yeah that was really sad and like it was just sad because especially the children that had like their whole lives ahead of them but Apparently, yeah, the it was written in the notes that the grandfather was going to come save them. Oh my god. Which he didn't. Yeah. And this was an 8-day ritual. So they had started this ritual 7 days prior or 8 days prior, and I guess it was a different prayer type of thing mm-hmm. every day, and that was the eighth day was like this yeah. is what this is like the final ritual. Now, episode three. So, I won my episode. Mm -hmm. And this one is probably one of the most interesting ones. Because you think like, okay, we figure out what happened, why. But episode three is kind of where you figure out like, why? Why did this really happen? They go into Lalit's backstory and like, why he may have done this. How he grew up. What happened in his life that could have led him Mm -hmm. to feel as though his father was communicating to him, right? So they, they start with his childhood and they said like he was very naughty and like mischievous. Like he would like do little, I guess like goof around and stuff, yeah. you know, like a childish. Like a boy, yeah, yeah, like a little boy. And uh, later in his life, he got into a motorcycle accident, which caused him some um, head mm. injuries and he was in the hospital for quite a long time. Okay. Uh, yeah, like for example, because of this head injury, he would fall asleep like in the middle of conversations. Oh my God. Yeah, so it was like bad, you know. Yeah. Then later on, Got into another incident. And this incident, what happened was that um, he probably had like a, a fight with an employee or like a co worker about payments. Like maybe mm-hmm. someone was supposed to pay him and didn't give him his money. And after that fight, those people locked him in a room inside the store and set it on fire. Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit. They set the store on fire. So it looked as though they were trying to kill him. Yeah. Probably were. were. Yeah. And that caused a lot of um, smoke to get into his lungs. Yeah. So after that, he couldn't speak anymore. Like, his speech. Okay. But when the, um, I guess the doctors or the professionals in voice, I don't know what yeah. they're called, but, like, they were, like, it is, he did not speak at all. Like, he didn't say a word for, like, years. Oh, my God. And they, everyone thought, oh, it's the smoke. Like, he couldn't talk, you know? But the doctor was like, no, that is very rare that you're, because of smoke, your speech will be impaired Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make sense. It's probably that he just didn't want to talk, but he made it seem as though he couldn't. Well, he's probably like traumatized. Traumatized from the, exactly. And after all that happened, they uh, advised him to get counseling, go to a psychiatrist for his PTSD and to like, but... Especially in India, like, mm. or in that generation, maybe mm-hmm. not the younger ones, yeah. it's very, like, stigmatized and, like, oh, you only go to, like, the psychiatrist if you're crazy. Yeah. So, he never got the help that he needed. Mm. So, then, um, which, and the di- direct result of psychosis, which I guess is when you're, like, a bit delusional, is hearing voices. Ah, uh, Yeah. So because he never got any, like, all that trauma, like, mm-hmm. that accident. And the, also, like, damage to the brain. Da, exactly. Yeah. Damage, yeah, you got head physical head injuries. Yeah. And he was traumatized. And he never got care for it. And that is a result of, like, psycho- psychosis. is mm-hmm. And hearing voices is part of psychosis. Which I guess is, like, when you're, like, psycho? It comes from the word, like, not psycho, but, like, yeah. psychosis. Well, it's just, like,
1: I think it's something happens in your brain psychologically yeah yeah,
0: exactly and one of them were kind of describing how there was this was like a mini cult because um leaders of the cult usually believe they have a supernatural power Mm. and he believed he could talk to his father or you know so that was his supernatural power so he was like like the leader of the cult so i guess that's what he thought it was and he made everyone seem to believe Mm -hmm. his father would give him tips on how to invest what, okay. fairy, what uh, family to marry yeah because I was gonna ask him
1: like how did they like were they just getting lucky that yeah, it was getting like, jobs and like getting they wealth
0: were, his father was giving him instructions yeah. like oh invest in this don't marry into this don't marry your daughter into this type of uh, not it wasn't his daughter I think it was his brother's daughter so his niece mm-hmm. don't marry her into this family uh, like do this do that so he was and all these things were working I guess then the reason of like why no one knew because in India uh, in brown culture like bangladesh too it's a lot of what will people say or think Mm -hmm. so it's all about family honor and pride so if you go tell them your secrets what will they like no Mm -hmm. so that's why and a lot that was probably a lot of the motivation of why like no one knew and maybe they didn't question it so they kept every that's why it's called house of secrets because they Mm -hmm. kept like everything inside but then priyanka which was one of his brother's daughter was getting engaged but his behavior started to change and it was like his psychosis got triggered because mm. she was getting married into another family. So what if she told them oh, about yeah, the yeah. secrets?
1: Because is is that the type of culture that if you marry into another family like and you're a woman, you go with that family? Yeah, you go with
0: that family. Okay. You go live with them. Exactly. Yeah. Because this had all been happening when they were all together. No one yeah. had come in or out. And now she's getting married. So mm-hmm. he started to act strangely. And it's as if like, she was leaving like the kingdom for like a for- they said like a forbidden kingdom i don't know something oh like God. that and his his behavior started to change he wasn't sleeping so maybe that's because that was when she yeah, they were dancing made everything worse cuz yeah. they were dancing 14 days and then the wet... and then mm-hmm. that they they kill themselves um the last episode is more like they go through the funeral i didn't finish it all cuz it wasn't like that yeah. important but yeah they kind of named it named it as like collective psychosis so he was they looked at a psychological autopsy so Mm -hmm. like psychologically what happened not like just physical and they were like okay he had some type of like psychosis like things were going on mentally but then it became collective because so kind of like you like you said a collective like uh no what did you say collective suicide well like that's what yeah. initially what they well, thought it's it was they,
1: because they were getting so much wealth and they believed like that it was actually helping ha- everything they yeah, said exactly. then just, they were just like blindly following it
0: exactly so it became they named it as like a collective psychosis okay. but then some of the um psychologists in the doc and journalists were saying like that's saying something but it's not saying anything at all like take mm-hmm. that away and really like I think this is a mental health issue. Yeah, and we need to start having conversations about mental health more openly, and not have it be stigmatized. And like, that's where, like, even one of the psychiatrists he, he was saying how like, if we don't, this is gonna happen again. Mm-hmm. So like, I think the overall thing that I lo- like, I did not think the story was gonna go like six like yeah, it went yeah, like yeah. six different ways, and I was like, what? Yeah, like you didn't really know what was happening. Yo, until this the wasn't end. intense and. I think the overall message that the doc was trying to say was that this wasn't just like a plain murder that had no like reading into it it was like maybe if he had gotten help maybe this mm-hmm. wouldn't have, have happened which yeah. we don't know obviously cuz we don't the thing is that we don't actually know what happened these yeah. are things that we're like assuming based on like little hints here and there but we have the diaries obviously mm-hmm. but we don't know exactly what he was but feeling but it's also but like
1: yes he could have ha- like for sure he had some, some mental issues yes yeah. but you think his like I'm was also on the flip side like yeah
0: but then they they died
1: i know So it's, like, like weird. That's why, like, it's, like, you can also kind of argue if you believe in spirituality and stuff and you believe that, like, the father was actually talking to him. Exactly.
0: That's what I thought. I was, like, okay, he thought. First, I'm, like, okay, he's a bit delusional Mm -hmm. because he led his whole family to die. So I'm, like, okay, yeah, his father was talking to I thought maybe he didn't grieve his father properly.
1: And so it was maybe like revenge.
0: Or, not revenge, but it was the way he was coping with it was he felt oh, his father yeah, yeah, yeah. was talking to him. Yeah. So, it because be. he never got like, you know, he never that, probably, yeah. Yeah, he never went sense. to go talk to someone when he was almost burned to death. Yeah. And then his father died. So, he, that was his way of dealing with it was mm-hmm. like grieving his father by him coming to talk to him. But then yeah. it just like, yeah, escalated sense. to yeah. me, that's what I thought. But then, when the third episodes go into like, oh, his head injury and all that I was like, oh, but shit. it could
1: have also been like that just like topped off everything, like, yeah. His father dying, and, yeah, and everything. When did, when did the, the head injury and the fire happen? Was it before his it was died? before his father
0: died? Both of those, so were it could before. have just
1: topped everything off and he lost it,
0: exactly, for sure. Like, yeah, exactly. I think he was probably close to his yeah. father if he felt like that, but. Especially if he felt like he had to take the role of Exactly. He was like the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, in the patriarchy. And then, wait, did I say? Yeah, he left the went to psychology. Yeah, so the conclusion was that apparently what they're saying is that they weren't planning to commit suicide. It was an accidental death. It was basically a ritual, which went wrong. Yeah. Um. But the overall message was that in order to solve these actual issues, we got to talk about mental health more, especially mm-hmm. in those in like uh, brown communities and the older generation. Yeah. So that was that, but it was deep y'all. Yeah, that was the that story. Was, like, <laughs> <happy>. That was. <laughs> I don't know if I spoke roller roller way coaster. too long, but no, it's okay. Um,
1: no, like that was really good. Like I want to watch, even though I heard the story, like I still want to watch the documentary. There's so the many details, Kathy. Yeah, like it is so good. You guys need highly to watch. recommend.
0: Yes. Anyways, okay. I hope you enjoyed. it. Yeah, that was really good. Okay. I
1: ho- I hope like those of you that like true crime like really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, like, it's still I, very sad. Obviously. Yeah, it's like, really sad, but I don't know why I find it so interesting. Like especially when we when we talk about cases that are solved and they talk about like. The actual killer, yeah, and like stuff that went the background, there yeah, like, what like, happened?
0: because there's always like a motive, like, yeah, why do you
1: think? I they... fa- find it so interesting
0: with this, though. The thing that they were really frustrated with, with, with was that there was nobody alive to say what happened there, yeah, they had that's, all died, that's what's really sad. yeah, so it's like they never are really going to know exactly yes they had a bunch of diaries mm-hmm. and they show the notes like they show pictures oh like, you need to watch it Can yeah i'm gonna watch, watch it i'm like, gonna watch it because
1: so it sounds really interesting <sighs> wow okay i'm like overwhelmed <laughs> yeah um so hope you guys enjoyed again if you want to listen to other true crime like focused true yes. crime podcasts listen to crime junkie and that's why we drink those are two that i recommend i know another friend listens to my Favorite Murder. Mm. Or my fav- favorite murderer, I can't remember what it is, but that's also a good one. Um, there's a bunch of true crime yes. podcasts out there. Yeah, um, sure. Netflix is really good for docu series. Like I watched a docu series called The Night Soccer, and I think a lot of people have watched it by this point. But if you haven't, like it was, it's messed up. Like it's kind of gross. Like like what he does um but if you like true crime i I would recommend it also like the 10 bundy tapes yes there's a lot of true crime on netflix netflix yeah and if you like watching definitely recommend and obviously go watch this one because it's new and it's like i know you like we kind of just said the story but like afi said but there's there's so much more yeah there's a lot of details there's there's a lot of details
0: and you're like whoa it's i don't know it's probably one of like the best ones i've watched and i haven't watched a lot Mm -hmm. though but i it was really like, and I've never heard about the story. How have I never heard of it? Yeah, that's why. Like, and it's also like, because it's so recent and we
1: haven't heard about it. Like it's 2018. It's sad. Yeah. It's yeah. really sad. Yeah. Anyways. But so yeah, I uh, highly recommend those and I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give it a like on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, follow us on all the podcast platforms that you listen to. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wild Thoughts Pod, and follow us individually. They're linked down below. And uh, let us know if you want to hear true crime podcast yeah. episodes in the future because I really enjoy learning about them. Yeah, so. same. Yeah, oh, so, so much, much fun and traumatizing. <laughs> oh, yeah, literally. <laughs> so we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.